When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. It's a wild Wales to a goal. Swansea beyond Fodringer. And the Millers are in front in the South Yorkshire Derby. And for the first time in 42 yes. years, yes. Rotherham United win at Bramall Lane. On the edge of the box to Duffy. He can hit them. And he does. Oh! Yes! McGuffin! Oh, scored an absolute screamer for Rotherham United. Rotherham United have secured their championship status for next season. Do me a favour, drop me off in Rotherham. Hello everybody, welcome again to New York Talk. This is obviously the Rotherham United podcast. We have another Rotherham game to talk about, which means it's sadly a defeat. Uh, firstly, firstly defeating in three games, so you know, end of an unbeaten run. Um, but there we go. Yeah, we'll talk about the one 0 defeat at home to Stoke. We'll talk about transfer news and a few rumours in between, which are good fun. Um, Mick is back. How are you doing, Mick? Oh, mate, all good, mate. Thank you. You very, very good. And Kev's back. How are you, doing, Kev? Good, mate. Thank you. And happy new year, everyone, as well. And you, mate. Thank you. We've got loads with us. YouTube users say, "Oh, doing Graham Lindley." Darren Coward says there's plenty to talk about. Richard's with us. Chris Page says, hi, all Pethley one. Uh, Dave Carroll's and Scott Kent and Simon Thorne. Loads with us. Loads with us. Thank you, everybody's with us so far. Um, let's just dive straight in, mate. Let's just get on with it. 1 um, 0 loss at Stoke. Frustrating. And I think I've put it in the, I've put it in the show titles, to be honest with you. And that's the worst thing. It was boring. It was so boring from us yesterday. Especially at home, we've been we've been quite entertaining and and, and mm. positive and aggressive and everything else. It was just dull for night. Other, other than maybe a five minute spell, five ten minute spell, maybe mm. it was just a just a dull afternoon. Yeah, it was. We just didn't seem to have any idea going forward at all, did we? Bizarre because in in the three games, the previous three games, we have looked dangerous at times, and obviously we scored goals. Um, but yesterday, there just seemed to be nothing at all going forward. Nothing. Um, and I can't really, I can't really put my finger on why. You know, the, we, we, we talked in the last podcast after the Fulham game about this sort of. There seems to be a bit of a, um, I don't know what the word is, a desire, but it's not that's not the right word to, to, to play backwards rather than forwards. Um, and that was in that was evident yesterday again. You know, there were times when we when we could have played a forward ball when we played a backward one, um, and and it. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but that that really hit us, that hit us hard yesterday because 
we just like I said, we had we were completely toothless going forward. We couldn't get the ball up to the front two. Uh, Nombe were having to chase right back to his own eighteen yard box to try and pick the ball up, um, and and that's not what he's that's not what he's there for. You know, he's, he's there to get in behind defenders, and and he's and he showed a couple of times during the game that he was capable of doing that, mm. um, but we didn't exploit it at all. <coughs> I, I don't know, it was just they, they just didn't seem on it yesterday at all. That's that that's how it came across. Mm. Yeah, and it's frustrating, Kevin, because I, I thought stuck going forward, they, they kept the ball really well. I thought parts of their game were, were, were good, but they were definitely there to be got at. Every, there were several moments where defensively they just thought, what are you doing here? And they just made odd mistakes. And yeah. we never looked like taking advantage of that. And and it just it, it's just a massive missed opportunity, a massive missed opportunity. Yeah, you like you you're right, Stoke. They had, they had a few tricks, they had a few nice touches, a few flicks here and there. Looked all right, but they never caused any danger. Really. I think they had the first real shot. Johansson saved it last last minute. Mm. Um, so they were definitely there for taking. I thought they were really poor Stoke. I was disappointed. In fact, if I was Stoke fan, I wouldn't be leaving that ground happy. And mm. well, they didn't start seeing all ninety fourth minute anyway. But I still want to. <laughs> I still want to left happy. Um, but we we were we were shocking. That that's probably one of the worst flattest effortless performances I've seen in in a Rotherham team because, like Mick says, there were, there were no no pace at all, no width at all. Um, nobody running down flanks. There were one point in the first half. Hugo, the per- brilliant ball down down up the top. Hugo looked like he was trading treacle, and he ended up cutting back in, holding it up, and as as per usual, taking a tumble to the floor and holding his head. Um, there was just nothing there. No, no creativity. No, no effort. No, nothing. Um, all was all was good players. Bramall and Rathbone and all them. They've all gone missing as well. So it's mm-hmm. like. We're just lacking so much confidence. There's no confidence in that team at all. There's no confidence passing forward to anybody. Um, like Mick says, non is running for two men. It's it's an absolute shit. Um, sorry, shower off. <laughs> like, not good. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, no, you're right. Go on top, it says poor against a poor team. Um, Shelley says, must be the worst performance we've seen for a very long time. The worst thing for him was no attempt whatsoever to change the shape. Still persisted at five at the back. We'll come on to subs and changes later on. Let's get the goal out of the way, Mick. Because it was the the only, the only real bit of quality in the entire game. Yeah. Um, was it a free kick? Now, from where I was sat, which is next to you, I thought it was a foul. Um, mm. But replays suggest it was soft. Well, I've not watched it back, so I can't really comment on it. Um, the, 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 the free kick was fantastic. Absolutely top bins, weren't it? It was just it were a postage stamp job, yeah. uh, and it was unstoppable. So yeah, I mean that from that part of it, whether it were a free kick, I don't, I, I can't comment. I can't I, much as I'd like to, and say that it wasn't. Um, the, pe- the people I've spoken to um, who have watched it have all said it probably wasn't. Uh, it was soft, but you know, you, it, that Lucas has certainly put his hand on him. Whether he's actually pulled back or not is another matter. Um, But uh, if you put your hand on somebody there, they're going to throw themselves to the floor, whether or not you pull them. (coughs) So you know that 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 was naive, Um, and and Keith Shaw is going to give it. If somebody throws himself on the deck, he's going to give it, uh, particularly in that area. So on his big day as well. Say again. On his big day, six hundred game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So. I don't know. I don't know whether it was or it wasn't, but you know, you, you're not going to stop it. No, no. I, I think you think you're right. I think Kluka should know better than to touch him there. I, I, it looked like a foul to me. Kev, what are you any 
you obviously are you sit other side of the ground as what do you think? Yeah, I can't really see. But I well, initially instant reaction was it wasn't a foul. Um, mm. I think it, it, it they were playing to Keith Stroud's um, strengths and going down any opportunity. Yeah. That I think in number seven, uh, he were embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. that. Were embarrassing what were he doing? Um, and the other guy, and all the something, some name I can't pronounce. He he, he was the same. So, like you say, and then I, but I've watched it back since. Like a lot of people on Twitter saying it were a foul, you're mad, blah blah. And then I've watched it back, and I don't think it were a foul. But like you say, Keith Stroud don't need don't need any. Um, if someone puts an hand on someone, he's going to give a free kick. Um, yeah. But I actually didn't think Keith Stroud were that bad yesterday. I thought I thought for 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 Keith Stroud, he weren't as bad as I expected. But yeah, you can't. And the goal itself, absolute no no keeping will saving that. Can't blame anybody. Unbelievable no. strike. Mm. No, that's stuck. I love it. They've got they're not not a good team, but they've got players with really good quality, and that just shone out in that moment. Um, Race Miller says he thought Stroud had a good game as well. Mick, you happy with Mister Stroud? There was a moment. My own criticism, one of the criticism was there was a moment in the second half we had a corner, and it was all quite calm. And then Keith decided to have a conversation. It all just sort of escalated because he yeah, had a conversation, cool. which was quite odd. Yeah, I mean, I mean, to be fair, I'm not going to I'm not going to criticize him from yesterday. Oh, go on. He, no, I'm not. I'm not because you know, given given the way he's performed previously against us, I don't think he. I don't think he had a bad game at all. Like Kev said, um, you know, he, 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 you know, he, he must be one of his very few out of the six hundred yeah. where he didn't have a bad game. To be honest, but that's just going on our experience. From no, no, seriously, he he, he, he didn't have a bad game. Made some. He, he got some decisions wrong, but that's going to happen. You know. Yeah. Uh, so no, it didn't. Um, it, it weren't bad at all. It weren't bad at all. For the record, let me just say, I'm telling, I'm saying the referee didn't have a bad game, uh, and cool. and that referee was Keith Stroud. So I think I deserve a couple of brownie points for that. Mm-hmm. Not just <laughs> you do, yeah. I think someone's just someone's just pretty comments and didn't have much to do, and it's right. It didn't. There weren't many real. No, much yet too, but I, yeah. like you were saying, although that, that occasion second half, and it, I think it, it to me it looked like a foul on. I don't. Well, I think I can't. I think it was Morrison. I'm not sure. Someone at back went down in box. It pelts. I and, and you know it did his one and a half minute. I timed it one and a half minutes. Yeah. They were there talking to players. I, I instantly thought we were going to give free kicks to as soon as Cross came in. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then one, the other one, what reminded me is right at the end of the game um, when he gives a free kick or something. Did it was a good time to take it. He blew full time, which yeah. is yeah, funny. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's Keith Stroud, isn't it? It's a show, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so it says, Look on the bright side, at least we play out from the back and try to stay in games for as long as possible. Could be worse. Um, Andrew Lang says, The best thing about this game was the guy Branston co commentary, and I follow very entertaining. Have you seen his commentary for the free kick? So we put tag this way, he says, It's too close, it's not gonna, it's not, there's not no way this is going in. <laughs> very good, oh, poor old guy. <laughs> it, took, it, took, it took some pelters yesterday. Uh, some, there were some comments on Twitter as well. Um, but he didn't, he didn't lounge before and after and during yeah. after game. Um, yeah. And he, 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 let me just tell you, he had nothing complimentary to say about that team at all. Still can love him. Yeah. Still can love him both. Yeah, I can imagine. Matt um, Wilson says to stay up from here. We need to average about a point and a half a game. No chance. Let's stop this ridiculous talk of the survival when it's unrealistic to even contemplate something that is out of our reach. We'll come to this game specifically later, I suppose, Kev. But in the grand scheme of things, we're only a point worse off. That's it's not a disaster. Mm. Um, but you you tweeted yesterday. You look at the next six games. That Stoke game was massive because of our next run of fixtures. Um, and if you're not going to win 
or pick up something against a team that's playing like Stoke are, mm. when are you going to pick up points at home, especially at home? Yeah, we're not, and that, that, that's that's been our strong points, isn't it? And mm. we used to we used to have because we had a fight and endeavour before from previous mm. management, whatever it is, previous squads. It's not blame, not blame that manager at all. Um, but that's gone now. It's a totally different new look Rotherham, which is not a good look. It's it's awful to watch. It's boring. There's no energy. There's no pace. There's no nothing. And I can't, like I tweeted yesterday, I can't see, I can't see a point coming from the next six games, let alone a win. I think the QPR game at the end of February, that's probably the mm. most the game we probably likely get a point from. But by then we could be 12, 13, 14 points adrift. And we lose QPR and we're pretty much well, we're down. We're down anyway, aren't we? Let's be right. But that'll pretty much seal it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just a circumstance, Mick. It is only it's only age eight points. There's twenty whatever games left now, less than twenty games left now. But it, I said, we said to you and I said on the Instagram yesterday, we're, we're playing like a team that's bottom of the league. That's sort of accepting the fact that we're bottom of the league and sort of accepting that we're not very good. And it's like, well, that's fine. You are bottom of the league, but just ignore that for ninety minutes and go and put some pressure on the opposition, especially at home. And it's just petering. It is petering out. It was only January. It just feels like it's petering out a bit. <laughs> Can let's put a bit of perspective on this. Prior to this, we were three games unbeaten. <coughs> we played reasonably well in all three games. We'd had a period where we were a bit dross in each of those games. But we played three, played reasonably well. Scored goals, been attacking. We played, we've had one game. And I accept the importance of that game. Um, given that it was at home and against a relegation rival, let's not be let's not be, you know, beat about the bush with that. Um, but but up until yesterday, it's not been too bad, and there's been a progression. We've talked about it after every game in the over those since Christmas period. Each time there's been a progression. And the first time we drop backwards a little bit, we've taken four or five steps forward, and we take one back, and all of a sudden, that's it. World's coming to an end. It's a disaster. It is, but- but that wasn't that different from the Middlesbrough game, where we were extremely lucky to get to get a win out of that game. <coughs> we got a win out of it, and we got a but win we did, out yeah, of absolutely, it. yeah, yeah. But, but the we performance is we similar. Forward, and we didn't do that yesterday. Yeah, in all the other games, we've had some attacking intent. Even against Fulham, you know, we had some attacking intent yesterday for whatever reason, whatever reason, whatever changes he made to either tactics or setup or or, or what that that attacking intent wasn't there. It's one game. It's one game out of the four that we've played, or out of the last five, where four of them we've all been reasonably happy with the performances. Mm. So, I, I, it, you know, it, it, it feels like it's all or nothing. You know, we're either doing doing reasonably well and we're seeing some progression, and we, we you know, we, we we might have a chance to. That's it. That's the end of the season. You know, within within ninety minutes. Because of gap, though, isn't it? If, if, it's a gap, if yeah, only it's four points adrift, it's different, isn't it? Listen, listen, I fully accept eight points adrift at Christmas. The chances of you staying up are somewhere between slim and not at all. I, I'm fully I'm fully on board with that. But I'm not on board with waving white flag and going, oh, no. great, slim, stuff it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that seems to be the attitude. You know, <coughs> of, oh, we're down, we're down, we're down, we're down, league one, black. Why are we all waving white flag? You know, you, there's no way any sport... <laughs> yeah. We were yesterday. We were crap yesterday. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. It's you know football. We're football supporters. We support our football team. We get behind. We should be getting behind them, but we're not. 
went out on it just as a, as a whole, and I include myself in this, you know, because of some of the stuff I said on the post match yesterday. Never a good. I don't like that post match. It's, it's it's never a good good time to be talking about a game after you played like that. That's why it's funny. Yeah, I'm as bad as everybody else at times, but I, I just it seems to be getting worse anyway for me. And, and mm. like, look, we might be down, we might not be. Mathematically, we're nowhere even close to being down at the moment. So let's see, see what happens. You listen Nearly to that was off in in to do. And he's having none of it. Mm. He's having none of it. Yeah. So it's it's almost like the the, the home form. Like it's like there's more pressure now at home because because we know mm. we have got to get results at home to have any chance of staying yeah. up. And the pressure on. And just be, just before the Stoke Stoke scored, I said to um, David side of me, I could I could have seen big changes. I could have gone nil nil at half time. I think we'd have seen changes instantly. We'd have probably seen uh, Eves come on at half time, and then. It's weirdly, it, it then meant, I suppose, when we came out, it couldn't go all guns home because even though we should, even because one nil down, but I think he mm. made changes too late yesterday as well. I'd, I'd have I'd have changed it up a well before then. I'd, I'd, have dra- I'd have got you go off, I'd have got Eves and Kelly on much sooner. Um, mm. we may as well lose three nil at home, um, and, and actually go for it and try and get a point or a win, mm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, so we said not uh, Chile is not a single shot on target, and yet the interview we said they did say that we we were the aggressors, uh, which I was odd of Liam Richardson to be honest with you. We weren't really the aggressors in that game, or neither team really were. Um, Chris Page says nothing from the fans either. Uh, we've given them nothing to get going. It was the atmosphere was so wow. quiet from both fans. Don't think Stoke yeah. were particularly loud yesterday either. Um, it was just uh, two teams that half accepted their fate and felt like in one in one stadium. Mm. Um, Andrew Adrian he says, it seems the first thought is damn limitation is how we set up. If we don't give the opposition to think about, how can we win the game? Yeah, it works. It's frustrating because last couple of away games, that's sort of been quite a good point from us. We're solid, we're, we're difficult to be, and it kept us in the game. But then when you do that at home, mm. it just feels wrong, doesn't it? Because we should be the aggressors and, and we're not yeah. seeing that. And you can accept at Blackburn and at Fulham. But yeah. at home against it just, it just didn't feel quite right. No, but I think it goes back to the depression. Like when we're away from home, we are we aren't sounding we aren't sounding doom and gloomy. <laughs> but when we're when we're away from home, we are you know we expect. Well, it's been it's been two years, not technically, but twenty twenty two since we won away. We expect it's it's a, it's a free it almost, and yeah. I don't know the the pressure's off. So I think it gives us more more chance to be a bit free and more, a bit more attacking mind. Even even though we can't attack, it still gives us more attacking minded football. Yet when we're home, we games we we need to be winning. They're not handling the pressure that well, and it's not—it's not, it's not mm-hmm. Liam Richardson's fault. You know, he's got—he's got to pick—he's got to pick a struggling, low, low in confidence team, and somehow, somehow get get them playing. Get them, and I mean, he's just fighting fires and dodging bullets and questions from radio about Kioso and things like that. And he—he he must be thinking, "What the hell have I done here? What have yeah. I got into?" Yeah, we'll, we'll have a we'll have a quick Kioso chat in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kevin mentioned Kugel there too a few times, Mick. And it's odd, and this might be the hindsight glasses coming on. Eve should have probably started that game because he gives you those legs. And there was there was a few moments where you just think if you got an extra yard or two of pace, then everything would have been great because he'd have got through. There were some there was more okay balls over the top that would look pretty dangerous. Eves would have won, would have got onto those. Right, might not have scored, but it would have got onto him. I thought it did have a, a fairly positive impact when he came on Eves. Um, but I Right now, I want to be. I want to be seeing Eve start. I, I, I just see more from him at the minute. One of the things about yesterday was that there was absolutely no press. 
whatsoever mm. at any point during the game until no well, that's not strictly true but for 10 10 minutes or so after uh, into the second half yeah. there was a little bit of press but that press has to start with Hugel and Nombe Nombe is trying Hugel will not press he's not fast enough it I, I don't want to say he's not clever enough but his his positioning when he's pressing is not right and but but key the, the key to it is his pace. He's got none. He has no pace at all. Um, that's not his job necessarily, and that's criticism of him. You know, he's, he's so. But whereas Eves has got the pace, and he presses, and he presses quite intelligently, um, which then allows the midfield to join in that press. There wasn't any. There was none of it, and that's why we didn't have an impact on the game yesterday. Plain and simple, because Stoke City. They've got lots and lots of style on the ball. They've got zero substance, yeah. zero. Had they not got that set piece, there is no way Victor would have got his clothes mucky unless he fell off a going to fetch ball when he went out for a goal kick. You know what I mean? He had nothing to do, nothing. So mm. we needed to get in the faces and we needed to press and we didn't. And therefore, all that did is allowed them to, to win the possession points. <coughs> It, you know, just knock it about for fun, and when we got it back, we just gave it him and let him do it again. Um, so Hugel for me shouldn't have started because we needed to be we needed to be pressing, and Eves is far better at it than, um, than Hugel. He just left Nombe on his own trying to trying to run, run the ball down, and it was just it weren't happening. It weren't happening. So yeah, I, it shouldn't have started. I agree. No, it doesn't help him also that the midfield was so deep. It did literally leave Nombe doing everything because yeah. Hugo wasn't there. It wasn't like Holly was really high up or we had wingers that were high up. It was Nombe running around and Hugo filling in a bit of space. Which Again, yeah. for me, if you're going to play that way, that's that's okay. But you need two really mobile strikers to put that yeah. pressure on because they're going to try and knock it around. That's the type of football they want to play. But we know teams at Championship are not... If you put pressure on, they, they struggle. So you've got to do it properly, and we didn't, and that just made it really easy for their defenders. Really easy. Yeah, it did. Everyone knows my thoughts on Hugo. It's not. It's not a witch on. You know, he's a multi-millionaire. He didn't. He didn't give two shits what I think of him. I'm sure, he'll not lose any sleep tonight. That I think he's an absolute donkey. He won't care. But he is. For me, he just doesn't do enough. It is. You know, he's on 13, 14 grand a week, whatever. And I think that's the only reason he plays because he's on so much mm. money. And they've got to justify it. But when he's came on in, in, in five minutes, he did more than Hugo did all game. And he allowed by Eve's pressing, which you would have should have been doing, um, would have allowed Nombe more space in the first half. It probably would have been Nombe going down line in the first half because mm. Eve would have been doing it, doing his job. Um, but it, it just for me, it just don't don't give us anything. Um, if you watch him, he's a very clever he plays to the fans, he'll run for balls what he's never going to get, and he'll put a sprint. That's the only time he sprints when he's when he's not going to actually get a ball, it's so mm. frustrating. And then I think everyone, more and more people, you're hearing them say it in the crowd and all that now. Like he went down in he went down in first half all in his that head second half where he stayed down when we had ball in that the in that corner. One. That was that was crazy. That one, that one, yeah. And he does it, he does it all the time. I'd, I'd like and the, the annoying thing is when he does actually decide he wants to jump and win an edit, he generally does win an edit. Mm, yeah. But but sadly, eight times out of ten, all he wants to do is look behind, see where the defender is, duck his back and try and get a free kick, and then mm. go down. It's just so frustrating because you know, like he's played in Premier League, he's played for West Ham, played for Norwich, he's played at top level. Mm. But we're we're certainly not getting the best of him, that's for sure. No, we're not. No, absolutely not. No, I agree, completely agree. At the moment, we're not getting anything from him. Um, 
Midfield, Mick. Let's talk about midfield. Um, we've talked about Oli Rathbun a lot recently, and it's not working. And I'm, I don't like saying that because I lo- we love Oli, and I, th- I think he, he eventually will come good. But again, he shouldn't start that game. Jimmy Linzer should have started that game, or, or even Kafu if you wanted Kafu to play. It's not working for him. You need to not play him if you want to bring him on as so whatever. That's fine. Oli shouldn't be starting at the minute. No, he's 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 bang out of form. He's bang out of form. I don't think he passed to a Rogan player in that first half. Um, that's probably an exaggeration, but the bulk of the the bulk of the time that he, he had the ball, he gave it away, and that's particularly in the first half. Mm. Um, for me, given the way that that Stoke play, and and, and, and you know, in, in trying to keep hold of the ball, I think Cafu probably would have been the better starter. Uh, because he can look after the ball, he will look after the ball, as will Tai, as will Klukas. Uh, but unfortunately, Ollie's just he's just not there at the moment for whatever whatever that reason is, whether he's been playing out of position or or, or, or what it is, whether he's injured, whether he's head's turned. I mean, we can start that rumor if you want. We can meet off Kyoto for a bit. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I've no idea, but it's, it's just not cutting at the moment. So. Yeah, for me, I think I think selection-wise, I think there were there were probably two, arguably, well, probably two mistakes in that in that uh, starting eleven, and that was Hugel, where it should have been Eves and and Rathbone. And I, I, for me, it should have been probably Cafu. Mm. Um, he's got experience and he keeps the ball, he holds the ball up well, you know, and he, he finds as well, can't he? Yeah, yeah he can. Um, that may have assisted us. More because we'd have been able to keep hold of the ball. Whether that would have helped us in the press or not, I don't know. But that it wasn't there anyway. It, it, it felt as a supporter that we'd we'd, we'd sort of decided that that wasn't really part of our game yesterday. That press, so we got what we deserved, I suppose. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, um, Holly, Jimmy Lindsay, all the way. <laughs> um, yeah, Kevin, what's your view on Holly Rathbone? Because since Matt Taylor's left, he's, he's, yeah. he's gone massively downhill. He's dropped over Cliff, his fall. Um, mm. It's really odd because he's normally one you hang your hat on and say, mm. Don't, you, you 10, you need to do, do X, Y, and Z, but Ollie's going to do whatever Ollie does. And it's just gone. It's just really yeah. weird to see it just disappear. It, it is, and it's such a shame because literally everything circled around him. He, he was mm. that little bite in midfield, that Terry who, who, who did chase things on and, and make things happen and that. Um, I feel things. I love the guy. He's, abs- he's an absolutely mm. diamond geezer. Maybe he has his head turned. I don't know. Um, but he's, cer- he's certainly not the player he was last year. But and maybe maybe it's t- taken its toll that he has literally carried that that role and that 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 thing for a year and a half. Maybe it's just taking its toll. And um, who knows? But he's certainly not. He, he shouldn't have played yesterday. Jamie Lindsay or Cafu should have started, or, or maybe both and something else. But I thought mm. Sam Klukas were great yesterday again. Uh, he, he's getting better every game. I think. Mm. Um, but we, I think Cafu for me because one of the one of the one of the many things we're missing is some creativity. We've got nobody who can pick that one pass out or do something different, and he, he's the one who can do that. Um, but yeah, Ali for me needs a rest, and yeah. that's for us. That's for us. <laughs> that's gone, has it? I'm back. I'm back. Good. Uh, Wi-Fi. I'm taking Danny's, Danny's role as poor Wi-Fi today. Um, <laughs> Norgo says, remember once leaving half-time because uh, they were terrible in 2017 against Chesterfield. Yes, they pushed it close. 
in terms of performances. Um, Darren Coward says Lindsay Cathal and Klukas for him going forward. No Tiki. Um, interesting. Um, Harry says, oh, I think it's a reference to Rathbun. It hasn't been good enough since Wiles left. Um, mm -hmm. True. Uh, I thought I still don't like him. That's true, actually. <laughs> yeah. But they want some else for a million quid that they're not going to play, yeah. not like. Um, I'm sure we've got a couple of them we can find for them. Mm. Um, yeah. Mid defense down at Mick. We defended well. We defended pretty well. We, we restricted well. Did we defend well or we'll start rubbish take, going forward? Take your pick. But we'll, we'll take the positive and say we defended pretty well. Um, but there were issues within that, in that we had quite a lot of pace on left hand side. You had Revan and, and Bramall who could push forward really, really well and do quite good going forward. But on the right hand side, I lovely Peltier. Mm. But, and it's a big but, he's not going to play right wing back. That's, he can't do no. it. Why? I don't, I don't, I, bear in mind how well Revan played at right wing back twice in two weeks now. I don't yeah. really understand that what, what we're doing, what we're doing in that position. Because no. Hax is not a natural defender. He's not doing the, the runs for like Revan does on the left to help Bramall out. So no. that right-hand side were a complete waste of time. It was so easy for Stoke just to write, mm. make sure Bramall don't get past you his pace and don't worry about pelts on right-hand side. Yeah. We've got to be clever, I think. With when if, if you've got to play pelts, great. That's fine. Mm. You've got to be clever about it, though. Yeah, you have. You're swapping for Revan. Mm. It's, it's, it's very, yeah. very simple. Ah, yeah, it is. You know, you put pelts as a centre-back centre and Revan at, at, uh, at right-wing back. It's not it's not rocket science, you know. Uh, I feel for Lee Peltier because he is a defender. It's not a wing back, you know. And, and whenever he gets near opposition's eighteen yard box, he gets a bit of a nosebleed, doesn't he? And yeah. unless he's unless he's actually in there looking to head ball, he is not not going to cross the ball. It is mm. not going to happen. He's played for us for two seasons now, I think, and I don't think I have ever ever seen him cross the ball. He gets there, and he turns back and gives it to somebody else to yeah. cross. Um, and that, that's not a criticism. He's a defender. You know what I mean? He's not a wing back. Um, he's either wants to be on receiving end of one of those crosses or stood watching it go in. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's a center, he can play centre half. Mm -hmm. Revan is a wing back, left or right, by the looks of it. Mm -hmm. You know? And then he's and to be fair to him, when at Blackburn away, uh, and when he, when he finally got to the right hand side yesterday, on Saturday, I thought he looked very, very dangerous on that right-hand side. For me, there's, there's not a great understanding between Bramall and Revan on that left. Mm. No, no. One point yesterday where there were a bit of an overlap and it seemed to mm. work well, the, the remainder of the time, one or both of them are running in the opposite direction to, the, to what they should be when they're trying to work together, you know what I mean? Mm. I think, it, it, that's, again, not a criticism. Some players have an understanding with each other, others don't. It's just, just a fact of life, isn't it? Uh, and I don't think uh, Seb Revan and, uh, and Colin Bramall have got that understanding. I don't think they, they work particularly. <coughs> um, so, so mm. yeah, for me, Pelts in the middle, Bramall left back, Revan at right back, mm. wing backs. And mm. then you've got, you, 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 you've got a far, but like I said, defensively, I don't think we did badly. But, but in order to help us to get out and to be able to back up that press that wasn't there, but had it been there, you know, you've got you've got two pretty decent wing backs there. So we didn't have that, like you said, which, which mm -hmm. just brought us a, a world of trouble down right hand side or that down there left. Mm. Yeah. Uh Kim Hewitt says Bramall frustrated yesterday. Uh he's got all that pace and hardly use it. Not sure if it's just me though. It certainly wasn't just you, Kim, because the half mm -hmm. certainly in the stand we were in was screaming, just go, just go. 
Yeah. Uh, he's so frustrating, Kev, because he's got everything, hasn't he? He's such a good player, yeah. but just be braver and go. He has. I was just about to say exactly that, mate. It seems it yesterday felt sorry, yeah, yesterday felt like almost it was like Forrest Gump moment. Everyone, people had to tell him when to run. It were almost like getting ball thinking, what do I do now? Run. Yeah. Just yeah, sprint yeah. down line, get across run, it, it'll be bizarre. Run. But it goes back, it goes back to the confidence thing, doesn't it? It's, you know, he's lacking confidence. And and you know, in his head, he's thinking, do you know what? If I do if I do make this 50 yard sprint, get a crossing box, who's gonna who's gonna put it away anyway? It's, yeah. I don't know, but I think defensively, I think I thought they were all right yesterday, but I don't, they didn't have much to do, like Mick says. That, yeah. Like when we've got Middlesbrough, Southampton, Leeds, Hull, Watford all next. I mean, yeah. what Watford, no, I think Watford had a good result in mm. QPR today, yes. but we're talking, you know, Middlesbrough, Southampton, Leeds, Hull, unbelievable attacking teams. Nah. Mm. Th that worries me because that defense looks very well. We know they're old, we know that anyway, but looks very rigid and not very mobile. And I don't know, I, th I think at one of them four games, we are in for a thumping. I won't be surprised if the Southampton one at home, if one is because mm -hmm. of the confidence, lack of confidence we've got, and how good Southampton can be holding the ball position wise. But yeah, they, they did all right, but I think we, we, we're lucky because Stoke with that poor uh, and the Medham look all right. Yeah, we're still against Blackburn, didn't we? That we, we can get pulled apart the first half an hour against Blackburn, we really struggled defensively, didn't we? Mm. Um, so there'll be a team that's gonna, yeah, <laughs> John Rails yeah. those fixtures, ouch, yeah, yeah, mad in it. it Ipswich, yeah. Ipswich after that, forgot Ipswich. Ipswich after Watford, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, just just three out of top four. No, it's, it's fine, next six, it's fine, it's fine. Rolling fans, don't I worry about it. anybody from bottom half. <laughs> yeah, Ellsbury. Yeah, we when we were bottom. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't play yeah. that day anyway, so that day don't count. No, because yeah. we just didn't turn up. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Let's cover the Kyoso stuff because it was interesting. Oh. Uh, so the oh. Kyoso wasn't in the, um, in the starting level. It wasn't even in the squad uh, after Lee Richardson suggested on Thursday. Actually, actually it's just on Friday hmm. that he probably would be involved. Um there were, there were quite a lot of rumours going around <coughs> that he had refused to play. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Liam Richardson, we have to take Liam Richardson at his word. We have to. That's all we can do. You have to give him at his word. Uh, he said that he had been ill for a few days, for two or three days. Uh, he's not slept or eaten properly. Mm -hmm. um, Mick, I'm going to let you. Paramed just says, rant, 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 rant. <laughs> Um, I know your feelings on this, Mick. Would you like to let everybody else know how you feel about the situation? I, I, I mean, my feelings are not related to the club in any way, though, are they? You know? They're not. I mean, I just... 
I can't, I can't, I, I, it's my age. I know it's my age. <laughs> I know it's, I know it is. But you've got some 13 year old kid on his keyboard down in Peterborough banging on the computer, refusing <laughs> to play. And all of a sudden, Radio Sheffield are talking about it. You know, it, it, it's just, it's pathetic. Honestly, it's pathetic. And this weekend, as, 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 uh, we, particularly on social media after the game and before the game, just makes me wonder what what we what what sort of generation of people are we bringing up here? It's like there is absolutely zero evidence, none, not an ounce of evidence to suggest that he's refusing to play. Nobody at all, other than Liam Richardson and Pete also know the answer to that question. Nobody's got any evidence, but but it's a fact. Apparently, it's a fact. You know what I mean? And I just, I can't get my head around it, honestly. I tell you, what happened more than anything else out of this weekend, and it weren't Kioso related, right? They put, put Rotherham United put out the the poll, you know, for Man of the Match. Mm-hmm. And because Sam Klukas on that weren't on that list, somebody said, somebody were going on saying, whoever puts this list together, whoever puts these tweets out, should lose their job. <laughs> <laughs> Just let that sink in for a minute, yeah. right? Yeah. The person who does the tweets, which we know is Sam Todd, I assume it's Sam or one of his, one of one of the people that works with him, they should lose their livelihood. <laughs> they should lose their income completely because they didn't put who I want on there. What on earth is going <laughs> off? Is it me? No. Is it me? No. Or is it just what the? I nearly, I nearly, I just, I nearly did it then. Mm. <laughs> But the Kyoso thing is that he's at the same ilk, you know. What happens if he is ill? What are we going to do? You know, if he's ill, and what, happens if, he refu- what happens if he refuses to play? Yeah. Well, if he's refusing to play, that's a different issue, but we don't know, do we? Mm. We've no yeah. idea. But what we're doing is we're making it more and more and more difficult for a, for a player to come and play right back, right wing back for us when, we get, when we're desperate for a right wing back. So here we are. What do we need? We need a right wing back. Absolutely. We've got one on books. I'll say what we'll do. We'll make it very hard for him to come and play. Mm. It's like it's like Russian roulette, isn't it? Mm. Bizarre, just shooting themselves in the head. Bizarre, man, honestly. Mm. Don't know. But I've got a few thoughts on it. Go on, Kev. I've seen a couple of comments in there and they're right I'm not, I'm not going to name names but well before the game started in the lounge someone were on stage with a microphone and said Peter Kioso is refusing to play so it's not some kidding it's not some 30 only people who starts through me and there's got to be there's got to be some some substance apparently his shirt were up in the changing room as well um, yeah. now if he's ill for been ill for two days why is he shirting up in changing rooms I don't know but then you think the team sheet's printed and all that Wait, what, when's that printed his name's not even on team mm. sheet so this. Who knows? Like Mick says, the only two people do know that. But personally, I think there's some, uh, someone did say that he's is, he is going to pick. He'll be gone this week. Got, but we've asked, might, might someone else in for him as well. I don't know. Um, who knows? But I, I actually think I'm not sure. Refusing to play is probably a harsh comment. Maybe he's maybe just working the right frame. Maybe he's set his heart on. Yeah, I think maybe yeah. he set his heart on going back to Peterborough. He, we're happy there. We're playing well there. He probably want. He has probably expected a deal to happen. Before that game started, mm. and he just probably weren't in right headspace. Um, so he probably didn't think he was mentally fit to play, not not physically fit to play, which is a big mm. difference. But 
Yeah. It is just rumours, and but someone, someone, the rumour may have been started from inside the lounge on that stage. So, <laughs> and I yeah. and I know it were, and I am not going to argue with him either. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but to be fair, it wouldn't be like him to throw an anger in and watch it explode, though, either. Would it? <laughs> no. Yeah, um, Liversham was. He, he sort of said it in the post-match, but it was quite sort of snappy about it. He was asked sort of again, was it true? I've just given you the answer to that. It was quite snappy and like he wasn't very happy about the situation is what I would take from it. It could be he was injured. It could be he was ill. It could be Kevin could be right quib that he didn't want to uh, right mind for him. It could be that we decided we don't want to play him because mm-hmm. if we plays for us, he can only go to Peter because he only played for two clubs. So it might be we want to leave the door open to go somewhere else. Why not? Why not just say that then? Why? Why? Why then lie and say it will? It's just a uh, yeah. It's, it's mad, isn't it? It's just it's just a crazy situation which we've caused. Well, Matt Taylor caused it by well, yeah. sending him in first place. The, the problem you've got with that is that from a PR point of view, you're not you can't say too much because obviously if you do, then obviously rumor mill gets even further because yeah. it goes yeah. even further down the the, the road. So this mm. is why this is why managers are as as guarded as what they are when this when they speak because. They, they yeah. don't want people running off with wrong with, with wrong end at stick and and and, <coughs> and doing what's happened this weekend, you no. know. Uh, I, for what it's worth, I, I it's, uh, for me that the te- the big tell is Liam Richardson's answers in the, that interview. Yeah, you know. Um, but I've no evidence to say that it's true. So I, I, I'm just I, I, like a normal person. I just keep my mouth shut and wait and see. What happens. <laughs> I, f- I, f- I think Matt's got a point with the. Um... If he if he had played for us, he cannot play for it. Because if someone else is in for him, I think I, mm. apparently Peterborough waiting. They need to sell Clark Harris um, mm. to fund the deal. Yeah. Which I don't know why. Cause, I mean, let's be right. McCanton has done very well in selling players of it past. So mm-hmm. He must have a few quid spare. And I think the, the duo, if Ivan Tony does the good to Arsenal, they're going to get about thirty million or something crazy yeah. like that. Yeah, thirty percent sell on. So I think maybe maybe it might be that a bit of everything um, by by playing for us yesterday. He, he would have all been able to go Peterborough, which then. Gets any other bids out of the way, and if we, if we want a bidding well between Peter and whoever else, Charlton, I don't know where it is. Um, that kind of limits it, so maybe it's a bit of that, but oh, oh no, it's, it's just a mad situation. Mm. It, yeah. It's funny, Bristol Rovers came in, wasn't it? Matt Taylor fancies him, yeah, Bristol Rovers have quite yeah, sitting <laughs> <laughs> <him> there <laughs> just for laughed, yeah, uh, yeah, go away. No, I, I can't remember what I was going to say now, it's just, just the fact <laughs> that you know, it, it, the chances are there'll be an offer from somewhere, won't they? Um, and, yeah. and it's likely to be Peterborough, and, and and hopefully we can we can screw one over on him if, uh, if somebody else comes in with a better offer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll let's wait and see. Let's wait and see before we put all our eggs in one basket and start calling him out. That's my that's mm-hmm. only that's all I'd say. Yeah. Um, John Mill says Mick from face was getting more red in the face the longer he read through it. I need to I need to I need I need a, I need one of these. What, what do they call them? What are these poses call them? Digital detox or something, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> don't know. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Um, Matt the Miller says, this is a dig, Mick. What generation of people are we bringing up today? Yeah. Says, Mick. Hopefully it's a generation that, unlike the present, doesn't slag off the referee. <laughs> what I'd say to that, mind is... Well, don't buy it. <laughs> what I, all I would say is, uh, uh, slagging off in public so that they can all see so all the players and management team can see flagging the manager and players off in public calling them out telling them they should lose the job 
has not been something that's been able to be done over the years. We've all done it in Paul Bassett game. Oh, yeah, we were crap. We need sack manager or whatever. But it's now done publicly. It's down and so that everybody can see and everybody else jumps on the bandwagon as well. Loads and loads of people and it can become an issue. From a referee's point of view, the referees have been slagged off since referees became mm. part part of the game. That's just that that is how it has always always has been. And mm. I'd like to think I slag them off. However, I try not to be too personal about it. I don't I try not to make it personal attacks. It's about their abilities and decision making mm. that we criticise. Mm. People criticise me at work all the time. Well, not all the time, but a lot. <laughs> I get criticised at work, uh, don't we? you know. Yeah. Um, and that's part and parcel of the job. But the personal attacks on players and and and, and your own club, yeah, and undermining your own club and your own players' confidence and everything else is the point I'm trying to make. It, it doesn't make any sense to me at all. No, I mean I, I've said stuff. I've, I've been guilty of saying, but what I won't do is like what some people do is tag them in. That that winds yeah. up when they tag somebody in. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I'm vocal, but someone someone the other day said that. I love every player and I never have a bad word saying. I think, well, I don't know where they got from because I, I slate everybody. I don't think I've got a good say of anybody. Apart from Victor Johansson and Adolphin, I'd, I'd get rid of a lot. Because I never had to talk about hacks this time last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I don't know. It's, it's, it's when they tag them in. It's when they, you know, we, we all say stuff. You can say what you want. It's a free, freedom of free speech on and Twitter. That's what it's for. But don't tag a player in and don't don't get like very personal. You might say, yeah, he's had a bad game. He's done this. I won't play him again. But then when you start putting and using, uh, expletives and things like that. It's just not been no need for that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Mm. Agreed. Um, we'll move on to some transfer rumours and now. Any anything else from the game yesterday we want to talk about before we move on? Um, no, it's probably got forty five minutes. Out no. can, can we have a laugh about the um, Keith Stroud bit where their players off the pitch injured? And he runs no. off and gets him gets him for his foot back on the pitch just so he can get someone on. <laughs> that was like number seven, weren't it? Uh, yeah. Again. I mean um, that 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 was bizarre, and I, I I mean that's that's certainly something, and, and that's not a Keith Stroud issue. This is this has happened since time immemorial, hasn't it? You know, a player goes off just off the pitch and then rolls back on it. Mm. Um, mm. For me, the the referee should be saying to him, "Get your foot off the pitch." Yeah, get your foot off the pitch. There's a yellow card. Get your yeah. foot off the pitch. Yeah, you know, what I mean, because it's it's just done just yeah. done, deliberately done to time waste. And I mean, that, why he went down in the first place. It weren't a foul. He didn't give a foul, did he? So there weren't a foul. It wasn't a foul, but <laughs> Klukas did get him. He did connect with him. Mm. Um, I enjoyed it. Good. good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny, though. Yeah. It was funny, though. Yeah. It were. Uh, yeah. Um, John Morell, Birmingham fan, says, only, only players of a tag was Jonathan Grounds, who was a useless excuse of a player. Thankfully, Twitter wasn't around back then. Fair enough. Um <laughs> Right, well, let's talk, let's talk about the transfer rumours. No defenders mixed still. Uh, it's a big week, this one, because we've got other game. Well, the next two weeks are massive, to be honest. We're next to, doing a bit week. <coughs> if, you want a, if you want a chance to stay in, we're all, we all know the situation. If you want a chance of staying up, you need players. And Liam Richards has mentioned up to five. <laughs> if he had his choice, he'd probably have more than that, to be honest with you. Um, there's been links of Callum Lang today. Those, mm. those have come up. Uh, Aaron uh, says Callum Lang from yeah. Wigan. There was rumours on Monday night after the Manchester United game that he was sort of waving goodbye to the Wigan fans. Mm. Um, it might be a lazy link because it's Liam Richardson, or yeah. it might be that, like Nombe was a bit of a link, or he wants to play for the same manager again. Mm. Um, but Callum Lang's 
got that a bit of, from whatever from what I watched brief briefly. He's got a bit of creativity. He sort of plays as that number ten role. He can link the midfield properly in the strike because mm. Pax can't do it because he's in defence. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about defenders in a minute, but Callum Lang might just fit the bill, maybe this season and definitely if we go down, definitely in League One. Yeah, well, let's let's wait and see, shall we? I mean, I have got a bit of transfer news, uh, which is which is which is breaking news. Um, go on, it'll be certainly breaking news to some of our supporters. Uh, we remain bottom of the food chain in the Championship. So nothing's going to happen until everybody else has had their dinner. It's as simple as that, you know. That hasn't changed all season. I know, so it's not really breaking news, but yeah, I mean, there may be some. The manager knows this player, knows that player um, potential. Callum Lang being an example there, but at the end of the day, we're going to have to wait and see what's left because that's all we're going to get. Who in their right mind is going to come to a bottom of the league club? Certainly on a permanent, that's not going to happen. You know. When it comes to comes to loan players, the parent clubs are going to want them to play as high up as possible. So until that last week of the the the, the transfer window, the chances of us being able to do anything are pretty slim. I'm sorry, but that is a fact. Hmm. It's also a fact that we've known for about ten years. Why why people should be surprised about that is is a bit of a surprise to me, to be yeah. honest. <clears throat> it, it's not going to not going to happen, is it? Unless we're very, very lucky. I suspect, though, I mean, again, we're just speculating, uh, Kev, that Kyoso deal might might play mm. parks. If we're going to get X amount of money from Peterborough, we mm. can then put that on a loan or two, maybe buy Callum Lang, whatever. So we haven't really got rid of anybody yet. And I, I'm not convinced Tony's going to put any money in this window yeah. or much money in this window. So it's going to have to be self generated. Look at the Wiles deal in, in the number, mm. it's probably yeah. self generated. Yeah, and I, I think if anybody thinks that we're going to, that, that Liam Richardson is going to get a slice of what we're going to get for Kyo, so the time, the time Tony's took is filled his wine cellar back up. I don't think much left anyway. So, <laughs> but no, I, I don't know. I think whoever, whoever, Mick's absolutely bang on. Always going to want, I mean, you, you bring someone in and say, I'll, I'll tell you what, he'll come up to Roundwood, we'll show you his training facilities for one. What, that port cabin, that wheelie bin? I'm all right, mate. I'm, I'm not bothered with that. You know, we, we, we've got non league training facilities. How is that going to attract players? And I think whoever we do sign now, it's it's Liam Richardson planning. He knows he's got a massive job. He needs to get rid of a dozen players. I think there's 12 out of contract. And I'm mm. surprised if, if one or two of them re-sign. But I think he'll have a massive clear out. And whoever he signs now is planning for... He'll never say it, and no one will admit it, but he's planning for League One next year. Simple as that. And it, and he's doing the right thing. I'll, I'll be mm. doing exactly the same. So I think Lang's perfect. I've I've heard uh, Conley. For, I don't know. I don't done much about him. Conley from Blackpool. I don't know much about him at all. I've heard he's one we're looking at. I've heard there's a few going out on loan. Which one? I'm one. I'm, if it's true about Kelly, I'm, I don't agree with that. I'd rather I'd rather keep Kelly and give him some game time, planning for League One next year rather than especially the someone said Forest Green Rovers. I, I can't see that happening ever. Yeah, I heard Gilliam as well, which that's better because at least they're at least they're challenging a bit. But for, what's the point in selling? What's the point in sending a, a striker? Who's low on confidence to a, a club low on confidence, where he's probably going to get one chance every game if he's lucky. Mm. He's going to come back. Troy Deeney manager. Well. Well, he, exactly. He, I'll probably slag him off on radio day after, day after or something. Yeah. But no, he'll <laughs> um, be signing players now, planning for, for, for again. What's the point in signing some loan players? Who's going to want to come in first place? And what's the point in signing because they're not going to add much to it. They're not going to be much better. What we've already got, and like Mick says, the best ones have gone anyway. 
So he may he may as well make a couple of hopefully Lang and maybe someone else make a few permanents on a three year contract planning for League One. Mm. Yeah. Um Shelley says we need a winger or two at the minute. Fosu Tarek Fosu is still free agent as far as I'm aware, so he's available. Um Nick says he'd take Lang, I think he's a decent age, I think 25, 26, something like that. So again, a decent age. Probably probably should be getting him his peak or something he can stay fit. Matt Miller says, how many millions do you think we can get from selling Hugo? Uh, <laughs> well, easier. He's, he's, he's staying, I think. That, that's a problem, though, joking aside. If he's on, if he's on, if rumours he's on 13, that's 600,000, it's going to cost us nearly a million quid to get rid of him. Yeah. Unless you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a big, it's a big chunk of money. That was the, that was the risk, wasn't it, that Matt Taylor took last mm-hmm. year. He took a big risk in getting Hugo. I mean, he, he helped keep us up, but it's, mm-hmm. it's a big contract and... Mm. Who knows what clauses are in there if we go down? I hope, I hope there's a big clause in there if we go, if we go down. Yeah. Um, or we can offload well, it potentially. I've said it before and I'll say it again, controversial, but that man there on that shirt, <laughs> I'd, ra- I'd, rather, I'd rather paid him what he wanted and kept him than mm. sign that lump. But that's another, that's for another day. Well, Race Medley says, spit the Derby. Would you... <laughs> oh. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> He'll never come back yeah. to us. <laughs> uh, no, no. I'm... I can't see it. Um, where another comment? I can't find where it's gone anyway. Uh, Mick, defense is an issue. Uh, Kevin mentioned Callum Connolly, who is at Blackpool. He is a, he's a defender. Um, that it need, we need defenders, there's no two ways. But even if you want to keep hacks there, which I don't want, but if you're if Kevin's there, you still need a couple more defenders to come in. We've still got Grant Hall on the books, as far as I'm aware. Daniel Arla still on the books, so both long term injuries. We need there needs to be movement in this next well, what was sixteen days with the first? Yeah, there does. There does. I mean, it depends how, how far off Cameron Humphries has done it as well. Yeah, uh, and, and the, assuming that there's any truth whatsoever <coughs> in the rumours that, that Tyler Blackett might well be training again. Yeah, as it might be. So, yeah, we do. We definitely need a couple of uh, a couple of defenders. But if we can get Cam Humphries back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll we'll be halfway there, won't we? So, um, yeah, we do, we do. We need, we need, we need a couple more drives. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Given us, given us current um, average age at the back, I'll, I think I'm more referring to Billy Connolly or Brian Connolly, not that Connolly. Probably <laughs> 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, People mentioned Blackett. Pal Blackett was pictured on Friday in the Foster and Rotherham um, campaign that they tweeted out. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen that picture before. Um, I so I, I'm not sure if Tal Blackett is. I, I could be wrong, but I'm not sure if, if Tal Blackett is back in training and those pictures are from that. Um, yeah. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Scott Kent's right. Good to see Fergie back. Fergie mm-hmm. was in yeah, training. Yeah. He was spotted. Um, he's, he'd be a very useful uh, player to have back fit. Pretty much yeah. so. Yeah. Definitely a bit, bit of versatility. Uh, other yeah. than centre arms, Kev, what else you want? What else you want in a bit of pace somewhere? Yeah, definitely a bit of pace. But some, some on what like I think Shelley said it. Some wingers or some. We've got to got to get something down, something down the um, the wings. Get some mm. crossing box for Eagles to try and win. Um, but yeah, it's it's all over, isn't it? Let, let's be right. It's all over. The um, I, I, I don't mean well. It is all over. I mean. It's all over the park. We need new players and, and some oh, fresh right. impetus. <laughs> um, I mean, it is all over, but <laughs> yeah, no. When it, when it there's he's got he's got a job in his hands, and let's be right, he mm. has got a man. Mm. Not not yes. only is, not only has inherited probably the worst Robin team I've seen, 
but the most expensive Rotherham team, mm-hmm. expensive assembled Rotherham team I've seen. Yeah. So, he, you know, he's going to be working a tight budget anyway. His budget's going to drop in League One. Um, he's he's got to get rid of some crap first before he can get new blood in. He, mm-hmm. I would not want his job for love and the money. No. Uh, John asks Mick, do you sell Victor this window to maximize the amount? When you would get and improve the squad with five or so players you need, if you go down, the price tag will be less. No matter what you say, you might yeah. disagree with me, but the price tag would be less when you go down. <coughs> yeah. um, we don't want Victor to go anywhere. No. It's, realistically, it's down to Liam Richardson. It's what Liam Richardson needs and wants from this, from this squad and what he thinks. If he thinks he can stay up, then you do it because you think you can get £5 million. You know, we won't get the five full, full £5 million, will he? Obviously, like, mm. using that as a number. Yeah. Um, but if can he use that to stay up, or do you keep him in someone hope you can convince him somehow to have a season, in, have a jolly in League One for you, which is never going to happen? But no, no, and it shouldn't happen. You know, if we do go down, no matter what, Victor needs to move on because for his career, you know, he's an international goalkeeper now, and he's not going to be. He, he, there's no way he's going to maintain his international status by playing in, in third tier of, of English football, no matter how that compares to. Mm. You know other tiers across the, across Europe, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, it's not a decision I want to have any. I, I, I clearly don't have any part in, but <coughs> don't have any part in either. Um, the last thing I want is for is for him to go, but that's just being selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, the reality of the situation is that Victor needs a move ultimately to progress his career. Mm-hmm. He needs an upward move. He needs a right move. Which, mm. in my view, biased as I am, needs to be to a Premier League club. Um, I don't think a Championship club is it would be the way forward for him unless it's Leicester or somebody like that. Mm. Who are definitely going to go up. Mm. I think he's he should be playing in the Premier League. Yeah. And when I look at the quality of some of the goalkeepers in the Premier League, mm. um, you know, he is streets in front. Yeah. Streets in front. And I, I look at the Man United keeper for a start, you know, the biggest club in the world, allegedly, you know, and, and, and he is, Victor Janssen is many, many times the keeper, the, the Man United keeper is, whatever his name is, many oh, times. <laughs> Anana, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's the level he should be playing at. Because uh, if he can play at that level, Victor can play <coughs> Yeah, but you know, I mean, that's I'm just I'm going off at a tangent. I don't want to sell him. Uh, I don't want him to go. I want him to stay here for the rest of his career. Not going to happen. So the argument is, should he go? Probably, yeah. Yeah, I agree, Mick. I'd sell him. Uh, sounds. I, I love the guy. He's up. He's the best goalkeeper keeper in my eyes we've ever had, and I'm going back forty odd years. Um, but that that comment's absolutely right. If we go down, not only is it not fair on Victor Hansen because he's got a year and a bit left of his deal. Not only is it not fair on him to play in League One football, he's going to be worth a million quid. Sell him now, we, we, we might get, like I said, four or five million pounds if we're lucky, but he deserves that opportunity. He don't, he don't deserve to be, I mean, he almost doesn't deserve to have a relegation on his on his CV yeah. of, of no. this level. And he certainly does not need to be playing League One football next year. And he, he won't be, it's impossible no. to it, which means we'll sell him at the end of the season for a million quid. And it's just scandalous. Um, mm. But then, then the problem we've got is, we do sell him like the rumours Fulham are after him. Uh, we possibly Rodak coming back. Mm. Rodak, Rodak don't want to. Why is he want to come back to Rotherham? <laughs> potential, potential playing League One next year. No, sir. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let's see. Well, uh, 
Miller uh, says, as much as we love Victor when we go down, he must go for pastures new. He deserves it. Paramount says, if Victor doesn't want a new deal, which why would he? Because the situation we're in, we need to find the best possible deal. I just think sums up pretty well to be a Paramount. If it's well, not he, signed, he signed a new deal, and he's, you know, he's got a three-year contract. Last year, signed a three-year contract. We're just two so years. Not, well, two years. Well, we've got a one-year extension, haven't we, I think. As, as okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll see. It's going to be a busy I couple weeks. I don't want to. I know you don't. No, want no. To. Nobody I don't does. I don't think not, not one Robin fan would, would would ever want that to happen. But they all. I think every Robin fan would agree that he deserves better. Mm. <laughs> he does deserve better. percent. Yeah. He does, and he will get better. He will get. He will get it um, yeah. at some point. <laughs> IRC, unless, uh, unless he goes to Sheffield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. Um, IFC United says knowing Rotherham will let his contract run out. That would be very, very Rotherham United, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway. Um, anything else we want to cover tonight, boys? We've done an hour or so. Anything else we need to cover? Have you watched Saltburn? No. <laughs> Don't. Don't. <laughs> That's Kev's tip for you. Don't watch it. Yeah. Do. Do, really. <laughs> Uh, right, well, thank you everybody for watching. Please subscribe on YouTube if you haven't already. If you want to watch the interaction with me and Mick yesterday, where someone walked in front of us while we're filming, that was fun. <laughs> uh, watch that. Yeah. <laughs> Have a watch of that. Um, we'll be back on Thursday night, Thursday evening, for the full review of uh, Middlesbrough away. Um, the scan report will be out at some point as well. We'll speak to the Borough Breakdown, I think they're called. But we'll speak to them this week, get a bit more information about Middlesbrough and Dan Barlaster and Matt Crooks and whatever else they've got. Uh, over there as well. We'll find out a bit bit more about those as well. If you're actually to Spotify again, make sure you've subscribed to where you're listening and uh, give us a five star rating where you're listening to as well. Um, Kev, thank you very much, mate. It's always a pleasure. You're welcome. Thank you. And Mick, uh, good rant tonight, Mick. Very, very good. People, <laughs> your, your Mick rant fans are very happy with you tonight. Yeah, <laughs> just seemed to go off in a ta at a tangent and never really said out, did I really? Just, you know, I should have prepped. You should have prepped. <laughs> yeah. Um, John Rell John Rell points out we're on, we're on Discord if anyone wants to join Discord we tweeted him earlier just... what is Discord? I don't even know what Discord is it's like it's like a forum kind of thing but you know it's like a big group chat where you have different topics in it uh, join the, go on the link on our Twitter page you can join it Kevin we'll have, we'll have... I'm alright mate I'm an adult I'm alright I'm alright <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what I said Kevin <laughs> <laughs> but then I, then I realised there might be an opportunity to slag people off on it alright so... there is that yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> You can't tag players in this one, though. Okay. So, will you, you know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thank you everyone for watching. We'll see you next time. And up the millers. Up the millers. Up the millers. It's a wild, wild through a goal. Slossy beyond Fodringham. And the millers are in front in the South Yorkshire derby. And for the first time in 42 yes. years, Fodringham yes. United win at Bramall Lane. On the edge of the box, I don't think he can hit them. And he does. Oh! No! Secured their championship status for next season. Do me a favor, drop me off in Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 